Welcome to the Learn to License Your Photos podcast, the show where we teach you how to license your photos so you can earn extra income for your photography business. In this episode, we'll talk about registering your photos with the U.S. Copyright Office, why you should do it, and how to go about doing it. The information we're about to give you is most relevant if you live and work in the U.S. Unfortunately, we can't cover copyright in every country, and since we're based in the U.S., it just makes more sense for us to give the information for the country we live in. However, even if you don't live in the U.S., you can still register your images in the U.S. and get some protection if your copyright is violated by a company based in the U.S. So even if you don't live here, it's probably still worth listening to this episode. I need to give a big disclaimer in this episode. I'm not a lawyer, and you should not take anything I say as legal advice. You should always consult a local intellectual property attorney for your personal legal needs. Also, if you have not done so already, please hop over to the first episode of this podcast and listen to at least the first half of that one. It'll help give you the necessary context to make more sense of the rest of the episodes of the podcast, including this one. All right, let's dive in. What does it mean to register your photos with the U.S. Copyright Office? The U.S. Copyright Office is an official United States government agency. Essentially, when you register your images with them, you're making an official claim that shows you are the copyright owner of a particular photograph or group of photographs. That way, if anyone ever infringes upon your copyright, it removes any question as to who is the owner of that intellectual property. It's basically proof that you are the owner. Now, why do we do this and what benefit do we get out of it? Well, if no one ever steals your photo, you don't get anything out of it. It's a precautionary measure put in place so in the event someone does steal your work, you have a lot more protection than if you didn't register. That means you can get more money from the offender. If your images aren't registered, the offending party can ignore you and not pay anything. They can take down or remove a photo from wherever it's used and still not pay you. Or they can agree to pay you a fair fee that's usually about what you would have charged them to use the image in the first place. However, if the photo is registered, your argument against the infringer is a lot stronger and makes it a lot less likely that a company will ignore you when you come knocking at their door, asking for a payment. You can demand quite a bit more money from the offender and have direct access to a federal court if you decide to file a lawsuit. And if you do decide to file a lawsuit, the odds of an IP attorney taking your case go way up if your images are registered. If they aren't registered, you might have a hard time finding a lawyer that will be willing to help you. But if they are registered, the lawyers will have a leg to stand on and will most likely be happy to take on your case. Now, how much more money can you demand if your photos are registered? Well, if the offending party knowingly and willfully took your work without permission, you could get awarded up to $150,000 in a federal court as well as reimbursement for any legal cost. Bottom line is, if your images are registered, you have a lot more protection in the event that they are used without your permission. It is really cheap and easy to do. So without question, every photographer should be doing this. All right, great. So how do you register your photos with the U.S. Copyright Office? Well, it's actually really easy. You just create an online account, follow all the steps as prompted, upload your images, and pay a fee. The copyright.gov website has a thorough step-by-step -step guide to show you exactly how it's done. And if that's not enough, they also have a YouTube video showing you the entire process from start to finish. You're allowed to register up to 750 images at a time, and as of early 2021, the cost of each group of up to 750 photos is only $55. The first group of photos I ever registered had more than 700 images in the series, and it took me about an hour to get them into the system. 
This was completely from start to finish. That means pulling all the photos from my hard drive into one central place, learning how to use their system, and uploading everything. And now that I'm familiar with the process, I register my photos at the beginning of every quarter or every three months, and it takes me about 25 minutes each time. Registering every quarter is a really smart and practical practice to get into the habit of doing. A big reason for this is that if you come across a copyright violation, you essentially have a three-month grace period to register your image. So by registering your images every three months, it almost guarantees you won't have any lapses in your USCO insurance coverage, so to speak. In the show notes to this episode, we have links to the U.S. Copyright Office website that includes their step-by-step guide, uh, the video, the frequently asked questions, and other helpful documents. So what do you do if someone has used your photo without permission and your photos are registered with the Copyright Office? Well, unfortunately, we can't give you an answer to that exactly. Each case is different and there are way too many variables to consider. Large infractions, litigations, and lawsuits are a whole different beast that we just can't get into in this episode. We'll probably have some info on that in a later episode, but the best thing we can tell you to do is contact an attorney that specializes in copyright law or visit our friend Rachel Brinke at thelawtalk.com for additional resources and information. We can tell you, though, that uh, it's better to contact the lawyer first before contacting the offending party. And as part of that early process, you should also be documenting everything. So if your photos are printed somewhere, take pictures of them, have copies of that printed material. If they're posted online somewhere, take screenshots and document everything the best you can. Talk to the lawyer and don't reach out to the offending party yourself before you contact that legal entity that's going to be helping you. In the Learn to License Your Photos course, I go through a case study from a time when I won a $15,000 settlement on an infringement case, and that wasn't even with the registered photo. And I tell you what, I'm kicking myself in the butt right now because had that image been registered with the USCO, my payout would have been a lot bigger than that. So I hope you found this info on registering images helpful, and when you decide you want to dive deeper into these topics and learn everything I possibly have to share with you about making more money by licensing your photos, you can sign up for the Learn to License Your Photos course at licenseyourphotos.com. In the course, I'll teach you how to track down companies you're going to sell to, how to find the decision maker's contact information at those companies, and I'll give you the email templates I use on a daily basis to help me sell my photos. And you'll also get access to our private Facebook community where we share our tips, tricks, wins, and ask specific questions to help get information from other photographers who are putting their licensing mindset to work and selling their photos. And as a way to show our appreciation for you taking your time to listen to this podcast, you can use the promo code THANK YOU to get 25% off the course. Just go to licenseyourphotos.com and type in the promo code THANK YOU, all one word, at checkout. If you found anything in this episode helpful, please consider sharing it with one or two of your photographer friends. Thanks for listening. Go register those photos and good luck making some sales this week.